But once it's over, you have to mend fences. Oh, yes. You have to rebuild relationships. Yes. You have to pretend that you didn't hear what you heard in in a deposition. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today as we continue our series on litigation. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. We love hearing from people. If you're listening on Audible, just know that the full video format of this podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can go there, subscribe, get labeled as awesome right there, and you can see us every single week when we drop a new podcast. Today, we're going to be piggybacking on the start from last week where we talk about litigation. So if you haven't watched last week, please go back. We'll give you an overview uh, because we're going to be diving deep over a six-part series in litigation. So today, we're going to dive into the deep consideration. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about how arduous the process is and kind of the things to consider. Now we're going to do a deep dive. Mm -hmm. The question is, is... You're, you're, you're purposed on litigation, but why should you seek out other options first? Before, mm-hmm. and, and, and I want to make this really clear, it is before you go meet with a lawyer and sign papers to be like, file yeah. this. That is the point in time when the litigation process starts. Mm-hmm. So why and what kind of options should you seek out first? So, you know, the options that, um, of why you might want to mm-hmm. revisit um, or uh, change your court court mm-hmm. orders or papers. You know, you guys, we've talked about this before. It can be abuse. It can be addiction. It mm-hmm. can be um, that maybe there's geographical changes. One uh, parent you know, moving, moving or got, got a new or, job, yeah. got married, things like that. It can be a death in the family. So there's all there's different kinds of circumstances as to why the papers sh- can change. Also, you know, from when say there was a divorce at the age of two or three, that's yeah. very different from what it looks like when children are twelve and thirteen. And so there's there's many uh, different reasons why, but. Once it begins and a judge, a judge is involved, everything gets more difficult. Mm. It becomes more painful and stressful and uh, expensive at every level, which we'll dive into that as well. Um, but being served court papers, um, that's not the kind of surprise anyone enjoys. Well, and, and I, I want to know why that is true. And the reason that I see it as, as the process of why is it's an attack on your, whether it's your motherhood or your fatherhood. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically somebody who convinced somebody else to write up a, a, a document, file it in front of the courts that says, what's happening, you're, mm-hmm. it's, what you're doing is not good, and I need to do it better. So it's a it's very much a personal attack. It's very much a spiritual attack. Yeah. But that actual knock on the door and the actual serving of papers, if, mm-hmm. you, if you've ever been through that experience, it's like the breath goes out of you. Yeah, I remember that day that happened. I, I had one of our sons on my hip and I remember going to the door and there was a man and he was like, I'm so sorry, I have to do this. And he handed me a piece of paper. And I knew, I think in our, our blended family situation, there had been, um, 
just some dysfunction and discord going on for a very, very long time, uh, I would say over a decade. And so we, we, we expected it, but nonetheless, when it actually happens and you're receiving that paper that's saying, Hey, I'm suing you for this. It's hard. It's, yeah. it's, it's very hard. Um, and you're right. You do get that heart drop sink and all of these, you know, thoughts go through your mind and this anxiety. And, um, so you're absolutely right when, Mm -hmm. uh, you say that it's, it's very much a spiritual thing as well too. Well, and and the initial reaction is, is to get big, get strong, get your fist right here Mm -hmm. and let's go to war. So it's not going to bring out in that initial reaction, the soft side, Sometimes it doesn't bring out the spiritual side very quickly no. either. Yeah. Uh, so again, you're, you're, you're going to try to fight that on your own battle. Yeah. Uh, but again, when you there are other options and why you should seek out other options. Uh, the one thing I want to point out is once the trial is over, a lot of people don't think about this from the start, but once it's over, you have to mend fences. Oh, yes. You have to rebuild relationships. Yes. You have to pretend that you didn't hear what you heard in, the in deposition. a deposition. <laughs> You know, you got you yeah. have to you have to move past all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are again, these are reasons why you should seek out other options. And you said it last week. You know, in these situations, I know it's very easy to put your ex as the enemy. Yeah. But we need to understand that there's something different going on. Yeah. 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 And you know, you guys, I've said this before, but it's you know, behind the the physical is the spiritual, and so understand that it says it in Ephesians 6, 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And I think it's uh, just... when it says in the heavenly places, understand that there's good and that there's bad in the heavenly places. There's Mm -hmm. evil um, and then there's good. And so, you know, Satan will do anything and everything, not only to cause division and disunity, but to steal our peace. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I love, I want to read this excerpt from Priscilla, Priscilla Schreier's book. Yeah. Um, I believe it was, uh, the, the armor of God. Mm-hmm. And it says of all things, the enemy seeks to still kill and destroy in your life. Peace is almost always at our near the top of his list. He intentionally stirs up discord, division, disruption, and disturbance both within you and around you. He is the Lord of chaos and confusion using every opportunity to upset your sense of well-being and stability. He wants you uneasy, unbalanced, filled with anxiety, worry, and turmoil, lacking peace. Mm. And so understand that you guys, uh, litigation, it will cause every, every fear, feeling, every feeling emotion, yeah. thought. I mean, it pulls things out of you that you never thought were inside of you. Um, and so, you know, when you're revisiting custody matters in court, it's not something that we want to face. Um, and it can be one of the most heated battles, both physically and spiritually that we walk into. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm focused on a few words in that last quote, uneasy, unbalanced, mm-hmm. unable, filled with anxiety, worry, and turmoil. And why does the enemy want us, want us in that position? Because when we're in that position, we're only focused on correcting these things. We're not focused on our marriage. We're not yeah. focused on loving him. We're not focused on on worship. We're only focused on survival. If the enemy can get you in that place where the only thing you can think of is how do I survive? How do I become balanced from unbalanced? Mm-hmm. How do I become peaceful from uneasy? Mm-hmm. And if that's what we're if that's our mindset, 
and we have uh, the idea that we have to fight this enemy that is our ex-spouse, we're not focused on him and we're not doing the right things. So, but God has not left us unarmed or unprepared. Yep. Nope. And it talks about this in Ephesians 6, uh, 13 and 18, where it talks about taking up the full armor of God, you know, the sword of the spirit, the uh, shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the boots of peace, um, the helmet of salvation, Mm. all the different, you know, the belt of truth, all of the different things you guys. And so that's, we, that's why we talk a lot about getting into the presence of God, because that's our weapon. His word is our weapon. And I remember in that season, it was literally like, I, I Mm. I wrote out and I still have it on my wall in my office with all my (sighs) scriptures. Um, it, it, it's the, it's the full armor of God. And I go through every piece of armor and I would read that every single day. Mm. Um, and I would just pray it on. I, 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 you, I, that season mm. litigation, y'all, I'm telling you, it is so hard and so difficult, but I literally would pray that scripture over and over and over and literally just visualize putting it on, um, as we would go to our depositions, as we had to do interactions. Um, mm. this was a season when you were, we, Scott and my ex spouse were coaching together. I mean, yeah. we, we would literally be in depositions on Monday, but we would be coaching, um, baseball games together on Friday. And yeah. it was it was very, very difficult. So, um, if I can give you an encouragement, you know, pray that, pray Ephesians, pray the armor of God on you. Yeah. And and I want to encourage, you know, I think one of the things that occurred to me as you were saying this is, you know, this was not, you know, this was relatively new in our marriage. We'd probably be married, what, two or three years at that point? I believe it was four years. Four years. Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of times I would look at it and say, well, this is not happening to me. This is happening to her. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I think, again, it's just the mentality of kind of, I think it was a young marriage mentality of it wasn't happening to us. Yeah. It wasn't happening to our family. It was happening, and a lot of times I thought about that, it was happening to Vanessa. It was Vanessa's ex-spouse. And so, again, I'm not saying that's a healthy way to look at it. I'm just yeah. saying it is it is something that we would habitually relate to. Yeah. Uh, and again, in blended families, and we've heard this a lot, is you know, some blended families really do come from two different types of divorces, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've seen couples got together and like, well, you know, this spouse over here, we get along great. Yeah. This spouse over here, it is litigation for the last 10 years. Yeah. And so you may be looking at this as a blended family and go, well, I know that on that side of the fence, it's not good and we're in litigation, but my side of the fence is good. I want to encourage you to, again, understand the R of your marriage. Yeah. Understand that if it's happening to your spouse, it's happening to your entire family. Yeah. Um, and again, you may not be able to fully empathize with your spouse in terms of understanding everything they're going through. Yeah. But just be a support. Be yeah. a prayer warrior. Be somebody who is just there to listen, mm-hmm. to talk, and to to kind of sometimes even collaborate um um, collaboration, you know, kind of yeah. be that bridge of support yeah. that can, can sometimes exist in spouses. So again, I just kind of wanted to point that out for those who are going through that litigation season, understand that it's not them and you, it's yeah, our. It's our. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Um, and the next thing we want to go into is the expense of litigation. Yeah. So like Scott was talking about in the previous episode, mm-hmm. lawsuits are heightened with a lot of emotion. So you, let me tell you, when you get handed those law, the papers, I mean, your immediate go-to is I'm going to get the best lawyer. We're going to win. You know, you have this plan of what's going to happen. And and this can really lead to poorly thought out decisions um, because you're, you're fueled by emotion and you're not being logical in the moment. 
Mm-hmm. So make making big decisions when you're calm and there's peace mm-hmm. is the is the best thing to do. Um, and you want right. to pray and just get that guidance yeah. and leading from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, don't do it out of emotion or out of anger because I promise you guys, you're going to say things and you're going to do things that you wish you you wish you hadn't. I I. I uh... It made me chuckle for a second because I, I I remember kind of these processes by which you pick lawyers, and you you know you're in this heightened state of emotion. You're you're ready to go to battle, and I'm going to tell you what you Google is. I want the, the best lawyer in so and so, you know, or I you know who is the the fiercest lawyer I know. Yeah. And again, family law is one of the more um, how do I say this the right way. I think people spend more money in family law than a lot of other places. Yeah. And these lawyers know that. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them. Not all so, of them. So I'm there just are good lawyers. Do. There's yeah. not all lawyers are bad yeah. lawyers, but yeah. But what I'm saying is, is, is in those situations when you start mentally preparing to pick a lawyer, the, the concept of expense or the sales process by which you're interviewing a lawyer and yeah. kind of engaging in a, in a lawsuit, mm-hmm. you, again, you're not thinking clearly about all that. So yeah. again, heightened emotions don't make the best decision-making ability right there. Yeah. So again, understanding that lawsuits can be expensive and it's not only a cost financially, it's a cost on your marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's going to test your marriage in yes. ways that you hadn't thought about it, predominantly because of the expense and the emotional emotional turmoil that comes with that. Yeah. But when you're spending money on a lawsuit, um, you're taking from the family money and doing that. Yeah. And I would say, I'm just going to list out some reasons you guys are not reasons, but, uh, the things that you will spend legal fees on, this is attorney retainer fees, deposition fees, interview fees, discovery fees, research and investigation. There's a lot that goes into litigation, um, that people don't even think about a lot that people don't even know. Yeah. And when you were saying about looking up lawyers, you know, interview people, make, make sure that you are finding someone that can, that one aligns with your beliefs. Um, Mm -hmm. for us, it was important to find someone who could integrate their faith and Mm -hmm. biblical knowledge into their, their, um, they're also practical knowledge of law as well. That was very important Mm -hmm. to us. Um, and so that's just something that you want to be aware of you guys. And, um, there is potential for funds to be completely used up before you even reach a judge. And so <laughs> lawsuits are really something, um, you need to be prayerful about and how, um, you're going to go about that because there's a lot of finance that goes into it. And, mm-hmm. and we've heard, and we've seen how that has destroyed families. Well, the, and again, I'm, we're, we're speaking to the expense because I, again, I want to speak to what people think and what maybe reality is, Yeah, is you think a lawsuit is an immediate track to a judge. Yeah. And, and, and it, in some cases it can be, Yes, but in a lot of cases, the, the, the path to get to in front of a judge is much different and understand that that path to get there is filled with emotion. It's filled with, uh, you know, uh, strategy, yeah. it's filled with all these things. And when you when you finally do get to a judge, if you get to a judge, yeah. uh, and we're going to talk about ways not to get to a judge yeah. and ways we can exit, but I would give you this kind of to take the air out of the room. When you get to the judge, it's based upon none of that. It's yeah. based on what that judge feels, <laughs> what that judge thinks, and what reality is. Yeah. So it can be a completely non-emotional decision mm-hmm. that you went through an completely emotional process to get there. Mm-hmm. But expense-wise, you may not even be able to get to the finish line. Yeah, You may not even be able to get there. Mm-hmm. So choosing a, the right attorney that matches to your budget 
which should be determined kind of before you even enter in the litigation process is key. Yeah. And you guys, we want to wrap up, but I want to say, you know, there are no real winners in litigation because at some point you or your other co-parent and the children, your family, your marriage, you're going to lose some things, whether that's, um, your, your, your emo- things emotionally, mm-hmm. um, things in your relationships, there are things that are going to break and there are things going to hurt. Um, there are no, I'd say we talked about it before, but soup just wins, mm-hmm. I guess, in litigation. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's along the way you're going to lose something. Um, and we, and we saw that in our litigation. Yeah. If litigation will teach you one lesson, it's the value of compromise. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. Yeah. You can get all the way to the end and you can, you can get a favorable uh, ruling from a judge. And I promise you, you will still wish you compromised. Yeah. You will still wish you did. That's where we talked about the analogy yeah. of the, I think this was in yeah. the last episode of the highway. If you can find an exit again, that you can live with and that it's good for the child or the best scenario for the child, take it, take it, you guys, because it's going to save you so much heartache, so much turmoil finances, um, along the way. Yeah. We're putting this topic out there and and we're talking about it in terms of this kind of this big thing. And, but we want to create that picture. Mm -hmm. We want to explain to you the, the level of magnitude that these decisions are. Yeah. Because we've seen how destructive they can be to marriage, they can be to children. So again, this is part two. Yeah, we're going to be going into even deeper uh, talks about what you can do to prevent litigation. Yes, next week, which I I, I promise you, I think it's going to be one of the best ones. Yeah. So. We're going to move that into next week. Before we leave you today, we've got a couple of announcements we want to cover real quick. Couple of announcements. Couple of announcements. So the book is coming yes. out September thirteenth. You guys, it has two companion guides. We got all the guides for you. It has a pastor's guide, leader's guide, and study guide. Mm. So uh, the study guide and book will release on Amazon. You can pre-order now uh, on September thirteenth. But you will be able to download the pastor's guide for free at blendedandredeemed.com yeah. um, on September thirteenth, and then we also have our blended couples conference on September 17th. And that's going to be unbelievable. unbelievable. A time to encounter with the, the lineup and the people that God has uh, put in line for this conference is amazing. Yes. Worship leader, Michael Bethany is going to mm-hmm. bring the house down. Mm-hmm. He's so incredible. Yep. Uh, our dear friend, uh, Pastor Jimmy Evans will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, us mm-hmm. and John Chastain and, and then after Charlotte Janeka. Yes. Yes. So that's going to be September 17th here in Southlake. Yes. Uh, if you're not even anywhere close to Southlake, take a flight, take a weekend, come join us. It's going to be an amazing couples event. Yes. We hope you guys have a wonderful and amazing day. Be blessed in all that you do. Take care. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.